This is a shir on the Kutusichis, Chelek Yud Ches, Book 18, the Sicha of Bamidbar, Base Sivan. It's known that always Bamidbar is read before Shvuas. This is the, the Rabbi quoting from the Tur, the Shulchan Aruch, similarly in the Rambam, that always the portion of Bamidbar is read before Shvuas. Since every parsha has a connection to the time in which it's read, so we understand that the connection of Parsha's Bamidbar to Shvuas is mainly in the concept of the preparation for Shvuas. Because when it comes to Parsha's Nasi, Parsha's Nasi is usually read after Shvuas. Sometimes it's read before Shvuas, but more often it's read after Shvuas. And therefore, it has more to do with what took place on Shvuas already, in other words, the giving of the Torah. Whereas Bamidbar, that's always read, before Shavuos has more to do with, is connected with the preparations for receiving the Torah. And in this year, the year that the, the Sikha was uh, written and said, in this year, says the Rebbe, it has even more application because Parshas Bamid was on the 2nd of Siva, which is the day when, to quote, um, first the Rebbe quotes the Morgan Avram, that's the day that that's the day, the second of Sivan, where Hashem said to consecrate them, to make them holy, to receive the Torah. Or as the Alter Rebbe says in his Shulchan Aruch, describing this day, Be Sivan, his Chil Moshe, Moshe began to deal with them regarding receiving the Torah. And since every year, on Shagah Shavuos is the time of the giving of the Torah, says the Rebbe, besides the fact that every day, we always say the Bracha, of the giving of the Torah, not Nosan HaTorah, Hashem gave the Torah, but Noisein HaTorah, Hashem is giving the Torah. Especially when it comes to Shavuos, it's the one time a year where that becomes reenacted. So that Memela, as the Alter Rebbe says, um, and there's an addition, an addition to the giving of the Torah every year. In other words, there's always a higher level, as the Alter as the Rebbe uh, quotes in Haaretz 12 to what the Alter Rebbe says about Rosh Hashanah that every year the light that comes down for the year on Rosh Hashanah is higher than the one before. It's a new light that never was from Hashem. When something comes in a renewed way, it's new, it's special. So therefore, we have to we have to again renew ourselves and speak about the receiving of the Torah on Shavuos, and we need to prepare every year. In other words, the same way that before the Bnei Yisrael got the Torah in the first time in the desert. We are again receiving the Torah on Shavuos, so that renewal requires also the preparation, just like it was the preparation the first that there was preparation before before the first time receiving the Torah, and as it's also mudgish, it's also emphasized in halacha that for this reason, because there's the preparatory steps to receiving the Torah, we don't say tachnun already from Rishchidosh. I mean, it's not a yomtiv. The yomtiv given the Torah Shavuos. What happened back then when the Torah was given it was the preparation. But we also reenact that preparation. We don't say Tachman. In other words, we see it applies also now. I made a bracha before. Base. In order to understand the connection of Parshas Bamidbar to the beginning of the preparation of Matan on the second of Sivan, first we have to preface the explanation in this halacha. As we said, the Alter Rebbe speaks about this um, the laws of Shavuos, and Dalt Rebbe writes as following, 
It's the custom in these countries. These countries means Ashkenazic countries. This is, uh, yeah. Not to fast and not to say Tachnum from Reish Chedesh until the 8th of Sivan. Inclusive of the 8th. Why? Because first of all, Reish Chedesh, of course, we don't say Tachnum. Right after Reish Chedesh, started to engage with the Bnei Yisrael regarding receiving the Torah. And then the Alter Rebbe lists what took place. On Monday was Rosh Chodesh. On Tuesday, Tuesday being the second of Sivan, Hashem told them, you will be for me a nation of Koyanim. We'll soon discuss at length what that means. On Wednesday, which is the third of Sivan, he said to Moshe, he said to Moshe, tell the Bnei Yisrael to cordon off to fence off the mountain. Be careful not to go up on the mountain. On Thursday, the 4th of Sivan, he told him about separation. They should separate from their wives today and tomorrow. To be prepared for the third day. So that was on Thursday. Today, Thursday, tomorrow, Friday, 5th of Sivan. Shabbos, 6th of Sivan. The way we keep it. Shabbos, Shabbos, Nitna at Shabbos, where the Torah was given, without going into the discussion what the what the date was, but the, simply the way we keep it, the Shabbos was the sixth of Sivan. That was the seventh day. The week was the sixth of Sivan, and that's the way it took place. So everything started on Monday, Rish Chodesh, and then Tuesday, and so on. Well, the Chodesh didn't move. We have to understand first of all why does the Alter Rebbe bring that the proof that Moshe Rabbeinu started to deal with them regarding the Kabbalah Satayra? Why does he bring it from the pasuk Va'atem Tiyu Amleches Kenim? You should be for me a, a kingdom of Kenim. Really. There's many things that were said on that Tuesday, the second of Sivan. There was Psukim even before the Pasik the Alter Rebbe brings, which is Hashem told Moshe, so you should speak to the house of Yaakov. You saw what Hashem did. Now you should receive the Torah. It doesn't start from that introduction. Even if you want to say that Moshe, that the Alter Rebbe doesn't want to talk about what Hashem was speaking to Moshe about the past. That's about the past. You saw what took place in Egypt and the miracles and so on. <clears throat> but also there are psukim before the pasuk he does bring that speak about now and future. It says, for example, You will be a special nation for me from all the nations, because the whole land is mine. Hashem says that before he says, You'll be for me a nation of Kenim. So why doesn't he start from the first uh, um, from the first uh, psukim that speak about, that was said on that day about the specialty of Benesra? Based more than that. In the pshat, when we say, so there's two explanations. There's two. Uh, uh, remember, we're talking here Pashtonim. Those that explain the Torah in a simple way, we have two ways of going. The Ramban, he says, "What does it mean? be a, a nation of Kenim, a nation of my those that serve me, and a holy nation, to cleave to the holy God." That's the Ramban. So, in other words. Just like the Rebbe says in brackets, like the Mechilta, which says, really the Bnei Yisrael would all be worthy to eat, to eat carbonus. Uh, As the Balaturim says, the Rebbe quotes this many times, really all the Bnei Yisrael would be, you should all be for me, a kingdom of Koyanim, really says the Balaturim even more, not just those that serve me and eat carbonus, but even Koyanim Gedelim, Koyan Godels, big, a chief Koyans. There's only one Kohen Gadol, right? So all really, all the Bnei Yisrael were given the bracha that they, you, you would really, all, they really are all the level where they can reach 
the, the height and the holiness of Kayanim Gedalim. <coughs> Rashi doesn't translate here Kayanim, Kayanim as those that serve Hashem. Base says Rebbe Rashi, Taich Sorim. Mamleches Kayanim, there'll be for me a nation of Kayanim, those that, that are masters. Sorim, like a, a Sar is a chief, there's somebody in charge, a master. The says the Rebbe, mainly we can understand according to the first translation, the Mamlech is Kenim, means that they're going to mamish, be those that serve Hashem, just like a Kayin. A Kayin means someone that serves Hashem. So we understand why that's part and parcel of preparing them for receiving the Torah. That they should be dedicated to do the Torah, just like a Kayin is dedicated to do the work of the Beis HaMikdash. But according to what Rashi and others teach, that what it means, Sodom, is that they should be chiefs, they should be in charge, they should be um, um, masters. So, what, what connections does that have to do with Kabbalah and with, with, with receiving and engaging in the Torah? That sounds like it's a, it's a position of they should have a position of prominence. Where does that say that they'll be serving Hashem by doing Torah? Three, another question. After it says, Mamleches Kayanim, a kingdom of Kayanim, it says, V'goy Kaddish and a holy nation. al Tereb, first of all, doesn't bring those words, but he does bring the words in some way because he says, V'goymer. Where it says, V'goymer, it means, and you should look at <coughs> the continuation of the Pasuk. It's also relevant. It's not relevant enough for me to actually quote it. But it's relevant to, to quote it in an etc., so to speak, but which doesn't just mean, it means, go look there. There is a continuation which is relevant here on some level. Continues the Rebbe in Eis Gimel. We can exp- say the explanation of all this, but first let's preface something else. The Cherbia is not, it's not understood. Why does Rashi not learn the word Kohenim just like it means everywhere else? Kohenim, you know what a Kohen is. Are you a Kohen? Kohen means somebody who serves the first Hashem. Especially that in a previous parasha, Rashi already said, wherever it says Kohen, it means somebody who's designated to serve Hashem. Even in this Pirashi where it says it's Sorim, it's those that are chiefs, that Hashem is designated and they to be in charge, to be masters, Sar. <laughs> he brings a, he, it's obviously a Chidush here because he has to bring a Raya, he brings a proof from a Pasuk that it doesn't always mean those that serve Hashem, that it could also mean that they were uh, uh, people of stature, masters. As it says in the Pasuk in Navi, B'nai David, the sons of David, they weren't Koyanim, in, in the literal sense of being a Kohen. The Koyanim, they were masters, uh, um, prominent. Yeah. So what's the, what's the answer? And here, interestingly, the Na'ara 34, that gives also an answer. But let's, let's first say this answer, then go back to this Na'ara 34, which I think is, is I'd like to also say here. <clears throat> so the Teretz is said that Rebbe, if it means Koyen, why, why does Rashi need to say that it doesn't just mean Koyen regular as in regular Koyen? It means here, Koyenim, those that are Sodim, they are people of prominence, or uh, not just prominence, people in charge. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not finding a good word for, uh, for Sar. Sar is a chief, Sar is somebody who's in charge. Uh, in, in, in Israel, for example, in the government, the, the, the one in charge of the, uh, the, the minister of you know, the treasurer is called Sarah, what Sarah? He's in charge of the treasury. Sarah. So the, uh, the answer is if it would mean just here, Koyanim regularly, just like a Koyan, we wouldn't understand what, what is the Pasuk then saying? There should be a kingdom of Koyanim and then a holy nation. The whole point of being a Koyan is to be holy, is to serve Hashem in holiness. The whole point of a Kohen is that there, it's, as it says about Aaron, by Yavdel Aaron, like Dishai, Hashem separated Aaron to make him separate and holy, him and his children. The whole concept of Kohen is to be separate from mundaneness and be dedicated to Hashem. So the fact that the Pasuk adds, and a holy nation, means that the first thing the Pasuk was saying was not about a, 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 a holiness in particular. 
So that's why Rashi says, I mean, it's talking about their prominence itself. Not that they're kainim, as in the regular sense of kainim, they're serving Hashem. But Sodom, they're, they're people of prominence, they are in charge. They are the ones in charge. So now, according to this, we'll understand. And let's just go back to, to, to 34, what the Rebbe says. And simply speaking, we could also say, why doesn't Rashi learn kainim to mean literally kainim? First of all, star at the bottom of, this, uh, of the page is because maybe Kayan is only in Pshutei Shalmikram, when you talk in the simple meaning of the Pasuk, Kayan means the one who serves in Beis Hamikdash. And here, this is not what Bnei Yisrael, the, stat, the status Bnei Yisrael were being given. Right? Here they're being told they have to be, even the Ramban that learns that, 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 they're, that they're servants of God, just like Kayanim, but it's about generally doing Torah Mitzvah. It's not about being the Kayanim in the Beis Hamikdash. So according to Pshutei Shalmikram, first of all, says that ever could be that to teach it Kayanim, that you're all going to be Kayanim, doesn't fit in the simple reading the way Rashi learns Pshutei Shalmikram. Also, back to the back to the Ha'orim, it already said previously, before it says, you will be a kingdom of, of Kayanim, it says, now, if, in other words, in the Pesukim earlier, it says, if you listen to my voice and you keep my covenant, and then it says, and you will be for me a Mamleches Kayanim, it sounds like that's a new thing. It sounds like already, if you listen to the mitzvahs, now you know what your reward will be. Well, you know what you know what your virtue, your status will become. You'll be a nation of Kainim. It doesn't sound in Shutish Rashi's when he reads the Psukim, doesn't sound that this is an instruction. Now you should be for me a nation that serves me. It rather it says, the Psukim already said earlier, if you listen to me, you will be for me a nation of Kainim. So Rashi Taiches Sorim. Okay, so we've, we've explained why Rashi doesn't learn a Kayan literally, but what we have from this is that there's three things here. First of all, there's a way the Pasuk says, you should be for me a special segula, a special treasure from all the nations. That's the, the status of the Bnei Yisrael. They're Oitzar Chaviv, a beloved uh, a treasure for Hashem. Separate from all other nations. Then the Pasuk says, not just are you a separate and special nation, you have to, you're also Sorim, you are chiefs, you are in charge of everything that goes on in your surroundings. And then is another addition, the third one, the Goy Kaddish and a holy nation. That Yidin are also totally separate and exalted, uplifted from all mundane things, from everything around them. They're a Goy Kaddish, they're a holy nation to Hashem, just like Kayanim, literally. So again, we have, you will be for me a, a, a Segula, you're a special people, separate from everybody else. You are also in charge of your own surroundings, you're sodim, and you're even uplifted and, 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 and removed from your whole surroundings, you're a holy nation. So these three things, Dalid, in Pnimius and Navaida Sasha. You're gonna be a special treasure from all the nations. First of all, that means the Inyana the choice. Hashem's cho- choosing the Bnei Israel. The fact that Hashem chose the Bnei Israel in the time of Mantera. But really, the true union of Bechira comes totally from the one who chooses Hashem. It's not at all mukhrach. It's not at all um, imperative. And, it's got, and it doesn't have to do with the virtue and the advantage and the specialty of the one who, who's being chosen. The fact that Hashem chooses, because then it's not a choice. If, if, if one product is better than the other, then obviously you go for the better one. The fact that we talk about Hashem choosing, that's related to a level where Hashem is so high the highness and exaltedness of Hashem, there's a level that's called darkness and light is just the same. Especially when we talk about who's he going to, those that are 
standing by to receive Hashem's hashpah. It sounds Hashem's removedness and exaltedness. And that high level, there's no difference between the two things that are standing in front of him, so to speak. More than that, the, the difference between Eden and, and, not, and Um Yisrael, the nations of the world, that's not the reason why Hashem chooses Bnei Yisrael. As Rashi says, when it says, Hashem, I'm going to give you your, your wish, Moshe Rabbeinu. When Moshe Rabbeinu asks that, that we should be separate, we should be better, different, separate from all the nations, he says, don't say, only you are mine, I don't have any others. Right? There are other nations, but I choose you. In other words, uh, because of my choice of you, so the umes are be'enai ve'lefanei le'klum in my eyes and before me like nothing. And chibaschem nikeres, these are quotes from Rashi, that your, your belovedness is recognize, recognizable. So that's the bechir, that's the choice that Hashem makes and makes us a special oitzer, makes us a special uh, treasure for Hashem. Then comes the aveda. What's the aveda, the Jewish people? That, that's, the chosenness has nothing to do with Israel. Hashem chooses. Then comes what, what did the Bnei Yisrael have to do? What comes from their part? Now there's two things. First of all, the Aveda, the things they have to do in mundane matters. You have to do it for the sake of heaven, L'Shem Shamayim, or even more than that, B'chol And everything you do is about knowing Hashem, even your mundane life. Then two, the Aveda of learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. That's the holy work. Things that are literally holy. This is the difference between the advantage and the virtue of Koyanim who serve Hashem the way we talk about Kareem in every place, or here, this would be what the Pesach is saying, Goy Kodesh, a holy nation, being involved in holiness, Torah mitzvahs, and the Mile of Amleches where here Rashi said, Amleches means a kingdom of, na- not of Kareem, but Sodim, those that are in charge of their surrounding. Why? Because the Aveda, in Inyani Kedusha, when you do Torah, learning Torah, doing mitzvahs. So that is, by definition, a removedness from mundaneness. And it's like Kohenim, you're standing in front of Hashem, you're serving Hashem, you're doing something Hashem told you to do, which is not the part of the mundane world. And Hashem, it says about the Kohenim, Hashem, Hashem is their inheritance. They don't have any piece of the land in Israel because everything, their whole, their whole essence is to stand before Hashem and to serve Him. Not about being earthly. That's why the Bnei Yisrael gold, also a Goy Kodesh, holy nation. They are serving Hashem and they're a holy nation through Torah Mitzvahs. Then we have the Aveda that they do in voluntary matters, in mundane things, where there too we say, everything you do, you have to be for the sake of heaven. You have to know Hashem in all your paths. There's a really Masecho, they're your doings, they're your paths. doesn't say, go and do this and go and do that. Shukhnarach says, live life, right? But you do it for the sake of Hashem. So in that way, the Bnei Sola called Koyanim, Sodim, they are in charge of their surroundings. Even the world, they're sitting there, and they're, they're in charge. They're doing worldly matters, but the world's not pulling them in, in the world direction. The Jewish person is supposed to do a worldly matter and dedicate it and, and move it and do it with the spirit and with the purpose of serving Hashem. This is not about being removed from the world. But this is about being in the world and controlling it and directing the world. Using the things of Rishus, using the things of, of, of voluntary things, the things that are not Torah Mitzvah, for the sake of heaven. So that in them too, Elikush should be felt. It becomes a refinement in those things itself. And they become Kalim vessels to holiness. Hey, this is generally speaking. It, once we talk about the in Torah Mitzvah itself, there's also two 
tenuous. There's two concepts and two ways. First of all, Aleph. He learns Teda in order to cleave to Hashem. You can't cleave to Hashem without, uh, without learning Teda, without doing mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are the 248 instructions of mitzvahs, are like the 248 limbs of Hashem. You do learn Teda, do mitzvahs. It's in order to be a Mishores Hashem, yeah, to be a servant of Hashem. When you do it in order to serve Hashem and to become basically what your purpose is to become a Goy Kaddish, a holy nation, to become one with Hashem. Then, too, there's a way of learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, to have an effect on yourself, to transform your body, your nefesh abamis, and to transform your appropriated place in the world that you have to impact. To make, in other words, to use the code word of chassidus, to make a dwelling place for Hashem, here in the lower worlds. Vav. So now we can understand in the initial Torah, in the inner wine of Torah, so to speak, in what Rashi is saying. Rashi doesn't say Mamleches Kainim as being Koyanim, like Koyans. Sorim, they're people in charge. Why? The Gemara says when we talk about Mantera, when Moshe Rabbein went up to heaven, the Malachim said to Hashem, Shalaylam, what is a man of flesh and blood? What is a man born of a woman doing between us? He said he came to get the Tera. So they said to Hashem, Genuzo, this is the most, the most beloved thing you have, Hashem. You're going to give it to people? Who is Ma'enosh Tiskerenu? The Pasuk can tell him, what is man that he should even be mentioned? <laughs> like Place your glory on the heaven, Hashem. So Hashem said to Meishu, do give him an answer. So Meishu said, so he told, told uh, Meishu said before Hashem, the Torah you're giving me, what does it say? I'm Hashem, your God, who took you out of Egypt. So he told the angels, you guys ever went down to Egypt? You were slaves to Paray. Why do you need a Torah? What, what's this Torah going to do for you? The Torah says, I'm Hashem, who took you out of Egypt. What else does it say in the Torah? Don't be of any other, any gods. Are you between the nations of the world that, that, that you, you're, you're vested somehow, you're surrounded by idols, and you need to be told not to serve idols? Similarly, that's the way Meshav Ben answered all the other things. He says, are you, he says to work, West on Shabbos, you guys work, Michal? It says not to take Hashem's name in vain. You guys ever do business that you're going to make a, 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 you're going to need to make an oath? Honor father, mother, you have a mother and father. Don't steal. You guys, Michal, have jealousy. You have a Yitzhara that should tell you to steal. So right away, Hashem, right away, they agreed to Hashem. Yeah, okay, the Torah is for, is for earth. From this we understand that what's the purpose of giving the Torah? It's not just so the Yiddin should be exalted and removed from, from, from things of, of earthly matters. Like uh, described there, work and, and, and business. Malachim also have the removedness from world. Angels also have that. But actually they have a much more exaltedness from the world much more than it could be by the Yidin down below but mainly they what the Yidin have is the Torah is given that down here and when you have to do with all the nations of the world and all the matters of the world and you have a Yitzhahara then you should be Sodom you should be in charge of your environment a Yid should be in, in control of what's going on around him he should first of all be control over himself he should uh, lord over and be a master over his own negative inclinations, Yetzirah, and his own uh, leanings, and also in the world around. He's a Tsar, he's a, uh, so to speak, a, 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 um, no, a, a Tsar, he's in charge, and he's the ruler on his Yetzirah, he's a ruler with all the things of the world around him. They should become refined and become permeated with, with godliness. That's the Everything you do should be for the sake of Hashem. 
And that's really, generally speaking, that's the advantage and achievement of the giving of the Torah. And that's the advantage of learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, which happens after Matan Torah, which didn't happen before Matan Torah. I mean, the obvious also kept all the whole Torah. Why did we have to get the Torah? The Yaakov kept the whole Torah before it was given. No, but the, the, the functioning of the Torah mitzvahs, the observation of Torah mitzvahs the way it was by our forefathers, was not to create a change in the world. It was they, their fulfillment of Torah was, was to, to, to make their connection to Hashem a complete one. As it says, Ha'aves, that our forefathers, they were like chariots of Hashem. And as it says in Tanya, that all of their limbs were totally holy and separate from matters of mundaneness, and they were one thing. Their whole physicality was just to express Hashem's oneness. But that was to be separated from the world, to be just one with Hashem. That's why also, what did they do in life? They were they were shepherds, separated from the world. Matantere is about being in, being in the world and, and directing the world and, and elevating the world, creating a, a dwelling for Hashem, Zion. And that's why Rashi learns that when, when Hashem's speaking to the Bnei Yisrael about the Aveda, what are the Eden supposed to do related to Matantere? So first, Sodim, first comes Sodim and then Goykadosh. First, he says, you have to be in charge of the world, and then you reach the level of being elevated from the world. That's we'll also understand because first you have to the, the main advantage of Torah is the the change it makes in the world. It's given to us sitting here in the world. What happens through that is you become also elevated and holy, higher than the world. That's also understood with Alter Rebbe says in the Shulchan Aruch. He says right after Ishchidish Moshe Rabbeinu started to speak to the Bnei Yisrael about Kabbalah, said about receiving the Torah. So he brings that on the third on Tuesday, the second of Sivan. He said you should be for me a nation of Kenim. He doesn't say in a holy nation. He just says begoyim etc. to emphasize. That the instruction, you should be Mamlechus Kernim, a nation of Kernim. In other words, in charge, that's a separate level in Aveda. And the next level, Goykot is a holy nation, that's something else. It's, it's a continuation and it's the consummation. It's the next step. Once you rule over your environment by doing Torah Mitzvahs here in this world, Yid becomes Kodesh and becomes higher than the world. And that's the main theme of Kabbalah Satera. The, the second stage is Begoymer. He's not spoken about. Uh, uh, the Alter Rebbe doesn't bring down those words because the main thing of main intention for getting the Torah and that's why the, the main the first the first uh, uh, instruction that Moshe gives where is his Moshe where do we see that Moshe Rabbeinu starts dealing with Nesol about receiving the Torah is where he says you should be for me a nation of Kenim in other words the point is you should be for me a nation of Kenim again Sodom in charge of what's going on in your mundane surroundings. That's, that's where Torah's greatness, and that's where the, 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 the intention of Torah, to make a dwelling place for Hashem, is expressed. And the next level is Vagayim, and it's said where they become a holy nation. Once you do the Avedim, you, you, you deal with, with yourself, you're a master of yourself, you're a master of the surroundings, making everything elevated and dedicated to Hashem, then you become a holy nation, exalted from the world. Ches, according to this, we can understand the connection of Beis Sivan to Parshat Bamin. What is the Content of the Parshas Bamidbar. It's counting. Actually, the whole book of Bamidbar is called Chumash HaPikudim. The Chumash where, where the Jews are counted. In this, our Parsha, there's three countings, actually. The beginning of the Parsha, we speak about counting all the Bnei Sol, exception of the Levim. It says, don't count the Levim. Don't count them amongst the Bnei Sol. Then we say, the Levim are counted. They're counted themselves. From one month, not like the Bnei Sol in 20 years, from one month old. And then the continuation, the end of the Parsha, there's the beginning of the count, there's the counting of the Bnei Kahos. Bnei Kahos, they're counted from 30 years up. In, in the sense, you count the ones that are able to, this is not just to count how many there are, this is the ones, Kahas is being counted now separately to find out how many are able to participate in carrying the Holy of Holies. 
So we could say that these things, they were the ones that carried the Oren, for example. We could say that these three detailed kinds of counting are corresponding to the three levels we talked about before. The level of the Yisemli school where Hashem chooses the Bnei Yisrael to be a special treasure for us, for, from all the nations. The Bechira of the Bnei Yisrael from the nations. And the second level, you shall be from Yom Leches Ken and be in charge of your surroundings. And the third level, Goy Kaddish, exalted from holy and exalted. Test the explanation. Shalah says that through the fact that the Yidin were, were, were counted, they became a dovish of a minion, something that's so important and prestigious that it's sold by unit. It's counted by unit. It's related to by unit. Don't say, give me, give me a pound of seeds. Each one is separate. What happens when something is dealt with by unit? When it's something that's sold and, 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 and related to by unit, it can't become bottle. When it falls into a bigger mixture, it can't become bottle. Each one, each unit is, is, has a specialty. Why doesn't a dovish of a minion, something that's counted, doesn't become bottle? So it, it's, it's not like other things that are choshev. There's a law that there's something that's choshev, something that's very important, doesn't become bottle. For example, if it's a whole living being, or it's an animal, for example. If one animal gets mixed into a lot of animals, we don't say it's bottle. It's relative. It's, why? Because it's its its own entity. It's In other words, it has its own entity. When, when we talk about something that's counted, it doesn't mean that that thing, we can see the specialty of that thing. It means, though, that the fact that we, the fact that it's counted makes it special. And that's why it's not bottle. You don't see the specialty in the actual thing. The only thing that makes it special is that it's being counted. What does that mean, Beluchnius? The Bnei Yisrael being counted in a way where you don't see the specialty of the thing that's being counted. You don't see it, the Bnei Yisrael's specialty over other nations. The fact that it's not bottle is because Hashem counts it. Hashem, this is the first level. The fact that Hashem chooses the Bnei Yisrael to make them a segula mikola amim, to make them a special thing. Even the Likolars, Hashem says, the whole land is mine. The Rebbe's been with in this Pasuk. For Yisim, this school, should be for me a special treasure. Mikola, Amim says the Pasuk from all the nations. Ki Likolor, because the whole land is mine. Says the Rebbe, even though the Likolor is the whole land is mine, and therefore there are other options. From this level of Hashem's exaltedness, there are other nations. B'nai Saul and other nations. From this fact, Hashem says, nonetheless, Hashem says the Jewish people is separate, especially because Hashem chooses. And then because Hashem chooses, just like something that's counted, they don't become bottle, even though there's 70 nations to one Bnei Yisrael. That becomes expressed through the fact that the Bnei Yisrael are counted. In other words, through the fact that Hashem counts the Bnei Yisrael, this expresses the chosenness that the belovedness becomes recognized. Just like something that's counted doesn't become bottle. Just like Rashi says, why the, Rashi says, why the Bnei Yisrael being counted? Because of the belovedness, Hashem counts them. When something is beloved, you count it. Or as it says in the beginning of Shema Yisrael, says, the reason the Torah tells us about the Bnei Yisrael being counted, and the reason Hashem counts the Bnei Yisrael, to let it be known about their belovedness. So that's the first level. The fact that they're counted, Bamidbar, the general count, speaks about the fact that Hashem chooses the Bnei Yisrael, the Yisem Li Segula, the first level of the three, Yud. Now in continuation to that, the Pashuk says, but don't count Levi. Why? Because their counting here is not just about being not bottled. As, and then they could have been part of the regular count. No. It's about giving them a, a count of B'nai Levi. I want you to count them because you have to give them a, an appointment. Count the Levim to appoint them, to give them a job. That's a different, that's a different gather. The fact that they counted the B'nai Levi from one month on, on 
is because at that stage, from one month, it takes one month till it's known that the child has survived, the, the initial trauma of birth, and it's not called stillborn or something. So after a month, he has to be count. Why? And, and to, to use the language of Rashi, the way he explains it, is counted to be called the guardian of the holy guardianship. In other words, somebody who's there to do the holy work. Just like to do the holy work, that's like the second level we're talking about. You should be for me a nation of those in charge to take charge of those things around you. In addition to the fact that, of course, they have the mila, they have the virtue of the B'nai soul in general, that they're not bottled, that they're chosen, they're segula. In addition to that, the next level is that they're also given a job to be a, a shemrim, to be those that guard and preserve the holy work. And then you have the minion of the kahas. Uh, the, the, the individual counting of the children of Levi, of the fam by family, Kahas Gershon Amarari, from 30 years on. But here we're already talking about the work they're going to do in the El Moed in Hashem's tent of meeting. In our parsha, though, the counting of Kahas is, uh, uh, is, is spoken about, not about all the various jobs based on English. Our parsha just speaks about the individual counting of Kahas. The next parsha, Nasseh, goes on to the other ones. What's the Aved of Kahas? Counting, uh, uh, doing the Aveda, uh, uh, carrying the things of Kodesh HaKadoshim, Holy of Holies. That counting is not part of the regular counting of the appointment of the Levim, of the, of the, um, because the, the, the appointment of Shem and Mishmer Sakadesh, that's the regular, that's the general portion of the Levim to be in charge of what goes on in the Beis Amigdash. Here we're talking about the special work that goes on in the Melachim El Mayat. And, and when we talk about the Aved and the El the ones that count to 30 onwards, the specialty ones are Kahas. They're the holiest of them. And that's like the third level we talk about Goy Kaddish, the holy nation. In other words, so, um, and, and what we talk about in this, in this parasha, therefore, is the counting of Kahas in order to do the Aved and the special holy work of carrying the Aden, the holiest of all. Yeshlev says that ever, that uh, this is why Koyanim come from Kahos. The whole Shevet Levi doesn't become Koyanim. Who becomes Koyanim? The descendants of Kahos. Aaron Akerin comes from Kahos and his children because they are Kedish HaKadoshim. So according to this, we understand like this, Yudalov. Just like we spoke before, that the main Achonet Mantere is to be Mamaleches Koyanim, the Hashem gives the Bnei the power to be Sonim, to be in charge of the surroundings, to make the surroundings different, make, the, make it, make it a, a dwelling for Hashem. Similarly, we see that the specialty of Parshas Bamidbar is also of all the counting, we said the counting of the Bnei Yisrael, the counting of general Bnei Levi, and the counting of Gauss, the most emphasized, the most biggest Chiddush in Bamidbar is the counting of the general tribe of Levi. Why? Counting Bnei Yisrael in general, it's not something that just happened in the Arasetra. We had it before. Right away when they left Egypt, it says they counted them. And the Rashi says, counting them all the time. 